What's up, everybody? Welcome back to the BTR podcast. Before we get started, please like, comment, subscribe. As always, make sure you guys uh, follow our socials link down below. And as always, um, download the podcast if you're listening to it on audio platforms and make sure you rate it and review it as well. Before we continue, just a couple of things to uh, update on you guys. Number one, first and foremost, thank you once again. 300 subscribers. We've hit it last week. We appreciate you, everybody, for watching that Canucks video, which is the one that caused it. Shout out Jobin once again for that. Um, yeah, That's 300. We're already at 314. So get to, let's get to 400 as soon as possible. Yeah, 400 is a goal. Road to 1,000 eventually. But 400. Starting you have to go off the that new first. year, we've got another milestone. Let's continue that as well. Um, another up. Oh, once, oh, yeah, thank you once again. And um, another update very quickly, as again, we've been dropping episodes on Tuesdays. The reason for this month until the NFL playoffs or at least the first one or two rounds are done, we're going to drop probably on Tuesdays for a couple of reasons. One, we have games on Sunday nights. We have soccer games on Sunday nights now, which will make it tough, And plus, especially if there's a Sunday night game. Plus games are on, there's Monday night games as well. So, yeah, so for this, the playoffs, we want to cover like everything at, at once. once yeah. We don't want to like miss a game out. So well. expect Sunday, oh, sorry, Tuesday episodes. So Monday night recordings. Um, yeah, as Joven mentioned. Just for the, for the next couple of weeks and then we'll go back to our original one. For after. sure. Yeah. So we'll go back to Monday, Thursday as soon as possible. Um, one other thing, this weekend, dropping a banger video with a guest that we recorded with. As long as there's no technical difficulties, uh, Saturday. stay tuned. Saturday. Stay tuned Saturday night. Um, All right, let's get into it. Yeah, let's yeah, let's get right into it. The NFL playoffs it's are depressing. officially set. Depressing, depressing weekend for us. But we'll, we'll get into other teams first. Um, recap over the weekend. Where do you want to go, NFC side or AFC side first? Uh... I just feel like AFC had the bigger stories, right? All right, fine. AFC side first. As you guys already know, the locks coming into the week were Ravens at one, Browns at five, Chiefs at three. Question marks were at the AFC South division, which is the fourth seed, AFC East division, and the sixth and seventh seeds. We'll start off with the Sunday nighter with the AFC East. And uh, due to circumstances earlier with the Jacksonville Jaguars loss, the Buffalo Bills already clinched the playoff spot. Now it's just a matter of are they the two seed, the six seed, or the seven seed. And uh, as always, Miami did it once again. They lost to another good team. Miami are frauds. I'm putting it out there. Uh, only one win, barely beating the Dallas Cowboys. Outside of that, they lost to the Buffalo Bills twice. Now they're facing, which we'll get. We'll, we're not going to preview the playoffs series. Or not yeah, series. this is just recap. Preview. Recap, Stay tuned for the But we'll tell one. you the matchups and the storylines with it. But the act, the next episode, we'll have our predictions of full yeah, NFL exactly. recap just because we have a lot more to get into today. But yeah. Um, what are your thoughts on the game first? Then we'll go into the matchups. Game th- started off classic Josh Allen. Is he going to choke this? Um, Three turnovers. Yeah. And uh, obviously, Miami didn't pay them, make them pay either. So... Obviously, we couldn't watch. No, we did kind of. You watched it a little bit more than me, but yeah. Uh, overall, though, Miami should have you know home uh, court or home field on this game, and uh, the problem was that they couldn't do it again. They had the division pretty much what fifteen weeks, sixteen weeks of the season. They had the division. They on had that. a lock one month ago. They ha- the division was a lock. Three yeah. games ahead with around like four or five games left. Yeah, and they choked it, and now just because of that, they have to travel to Arrowhead, which we'll talk about in a second. But yeah, yeah they flip just, side, Bills on a heater. They're, my they, prediction might be right from preseason. It yes, it's not the cleanest football. We, For sure, we all agree it's not the cleanest football from the Buffalo Bills. Um, obviously, Diggs 
finally played a game, which obviously kind of hurts me. Uh, <laughs> but that, well, I'm not going to get into that reasons. Uh, yeah, they, they've been on a heater. Um, we were questioning them after the Eagles lost. Who Pretty much. They were 6-6. Six and six. The Eagles were 10-1. and one. They have the same record now, by they the way. That, that's, yeah. uh, Pretty much but Joe, the thing was this. Since Joe Brady came it was, in. It was Eagles. It was Chiefs. There was Miami game. There was a Cowboys game. Yeah. Right? They lost the Eagles one. We're like, okay, these guys are going to be they be tough. They won everything. Yeah. Right? You got to give respect to Joe Brady, as you said. Um, got to give respect to the players. You got to respect to McDermott. And uh, they ruled the ASC East once again. And one point, they were 6-6. Six and six. Five-game winning streak to end off the year, getting hot at the right time. And obviously, earlier on, people were like, are these guys going to be the contenders? Now you have to put in that conversation again because this is the best time to get best time to be hot yeah um my prediction might be right like i said for the preseason um yeah nothing much else to say but they handle the business they got the key turnover when they needed to Tua doesn't look great mike mcdaniel's gotta figure out his play calling against these good teams otherwise he's screwed because he's gonna face kansas city chiefs and they're a good defense so there's that um, the good news is you're playing kansas city chiefs and they haven't been on shit either this year We'll talk about that later. But let's go to the different matchup. That's just wrapped the Sunday Nighter there. Um, let's talk about the AFC South. AFC South. So, as I mentioned before, Jaguars loss means the Bills clinched already. But Steelers also won, mean that, meaning that the Steelers clinched. And the winner of the Saturday night game, which was the Houston Texans, clinched the AFC South. We'll start off with the Jags and how disappointing they have been. Just to say, I'm going to give a spoiler right now. We're going to be doing a tier list. As everybody knows, we drop a tier list after every mid-season and end of season. Jaguars are going to the F. I don't care. Yeah. Uh, I'm a huge Trevor Lawrence fan. I get it. He was hurt. But there's no... You were labeled as the next guy since Andrew Luck. Andrew Luck label, was labeled... When he was labeled, he lived up to it minus the injuries. And that's not fully on him. Well, clearly, as Colts fans, we know that. Um... There's no excuse for you not to win that type of game. After starting off a promising uh, start to the season, promising end to last year, you, again, it could be the injury, it could not be the injury, but there's no excuses. You're supposed to be the guy. Um, if every other quarterback doesn't um, get an excuse, you don't deserve one. You don't get a, you don't get an excuse either. So that's the number one disappointment. Number two, um, you had the division locked up. You and the Saints were the two, the, literally the two South, we had locks. That you guys are gonna be like oh, yeah, eleven 100%. and six or whatever the record math no, equals just to win the division. Yeah, easily no no choice whatsoever. Both of you guys did, failed to live to that. The difference is, the Saints were bad from the beginning. You guys had it locked up, and you guys choked late. Simple as that. So just because of that, we'll just say right now they fired their defensive coordinator, if I'm not mistaken, as well. So rightfully so in a way. I don't think Doug should get fired. Obviously, they fired Mike Caldwell. Yeah. Yeah. So I don't yeah. think Doug will get fired. I don't think he deserves to get fired. Be fired after one year after a collapse. But damn, you guys were supposed to be the class of the division. Two other teams are supposed to be terrible. Who ended up fighting for the division spot? Let alone being the worst two teams in the division. But yeah, Jacksonville cannot happen. You guys are finally coming into your own way. You kind of were like this. Turned into the Seattle Mariners in a sense. Uh, yeah. You finally, but, but stepped up and you choke it. It's the next not year. like it's not like. It's it's not over for you guys. You're still fine. Oh yeah, it, like it will just you the know clean. You gotta clean up some couple things here, a couple of things there. The problem is that division's gonna be a juggernaut. Starting that's the issue. To come on, as long this, as this was, this was the year because starting next year, it's not gonna be easy. Well, Houston, we'll flip. It. Yeah, we'll flip it to the next conversation. Steelers, 
obviously find a way to get in again. Um, I don't know what the hell did it, like. Do they need a quarterback? Like they've always find a way to make it in without a quarterback, <laughs> well, right? To win it all, yeah. Yeah, but obviously, but this has been the Steelers for the last seventeen years, ever since Tomlin's tenure. Um, Mason Rudolph will probably start against Buffalo, which is the which is a lot of the second seed now. <laughs> and uh, yeah, Mason Rudolph, their best quarterback this year, their freaking savior, and obviously they beat a backup Baltimore Ravens team. Um, you were expected so to win. You surprising. got the you got the job done at the end of the day. You yeah. guys always find a way to get it done. But the issue is you guys are always a first round exit. No doesn't matter if you went that one year to the Cleveland Browns where you lost you were down by twenty eight in the first half. Yeah. Or uh, the other thing was last year or last couple of years where you barely sneak into the seventh seed and get out in the first round. So I feel like the same thing will happen again. So not surprising, I mean at the end of the day, Mike Tomlin is probably you could argue um you know, he's going to get his extension. He deserves it, obviously. Oh, yeah. So, but yeah, so they are facing the two-seeded Buffalo Bills. They're going to Buffalo. Um, and the other matchup, we already said, the Chiefs and uh, the Dolphins. So, actually, we'll come back to the uh, matchups in a second. Let's talk about the Saturday Nighter. There's one left, and this is the last this one. This is, so, you know, in hindsight, because this was a Saturday night game, we're, talk, we're going to reverse order. So, like we said, the division was up for grabs for sure, for sure. After we finding out Jags ended up losing, the winner of this was definitely going to be the division winner. So, Saturday night... No matter what happened, the winner of this game was in the playoffs, wild card or division winner. Yeah. So, it ended up being the division winner and it ended up being the Houston Texans. And obviously, we're Colts fans, like we said. Uh, horrible start by them, the Colts. Offensively, defensively, they held their own except for the first play, literally. Yeah. And then the last drive... Of the first half, and then in the last Texans drive when they took over the lead. Um, Houston, well-deserved. Uh, great defensive game plan by D'Amico Ryans. Not a surprise. Great leader, obviously. CJ Stroud. I'll tell you this much. If someone were to wake up from a coma after many years, or you know, you've never watched football in your life, and you were tuned into that one game, or just a couple of games of CJ Stroud this year, you're not going to believe he's a rookie. Exactly. Simple as that. CJ Stroud, now, after the whole season has ended, is my third-place MVP, if I have one. Right, what he did that game was incredible. He, that, some, that game definitely... Made some incredible Now, throws. like, your argument made a lot of sense when he said he should have been MVP or consideration. I think he's the third hey, this year. All right. Think of this, right? He's technically already played a playoff game. That is yeah. that is a playoff game. Away. Right there. And away. And he played... He said himself, Indy was loud. Yeah. Right. It's probably the loudest stadium he played in all year, obviously, due to the circumstances. Makes sense. CJ Stroud made some incredible plays, incredible throws, used his legs. And obviously, the one that's going to, we're looking back at, is the one to Nico Collins, where he's fading away. We thought he threw it away, but then Nico Collins got to the end of it. Um, stud, Houston found himself a gem. And uh, not only him, Dave, uh, Will Anderson, who was Will Anderson as well. But no, there's these guys are a young team in general. Like we gotta give. Obviously, we've been mentioning Nick, uh, not D'Amico Ryan's, and CJ Stroud. We gotta mention Nick Casario, their GM. Drafted Jalen Petrie. They drafted uh, CJ Stroud. Traded up for Will Anderson. Um, Ness Houston GM was aggressive. They signed Steven Nelson. They got Jimmy Ward. They got all these guys. Went aggressive. Made this team into a playoff team and a young team as well. There's. There's no big age difference. They're like a similar age group here yeah. of their core players. One of the youngest teams in the league, obviously, so um, I think the youngest was Green Bay, who ended up making it. 
And then obviously Indy was also on the younger side of things as well. But yeah, so Houston, well-deserved, uh, shot every, like not even just, like, both teams, Houston, Indy, um, well, no matter what is a successful season, whether they have missed or not. In 100%. Case, 100% successful did. season. Uh, we'll talk about Indy in a second, but, you know, Texans have three awards locked up. D'Amico should be coach of the year, official now. Uh, for me, um, okay, all right conversation very quickly. We know it's gonna be CJ Stroud, and I know it's deserved. yes. Puka has a shout. We're gonna make this the reason very quick. The reason why it's giving is gonna be Stroud. No, but it's gonna be now Stroud. when you listen to this thing for a second. Yeah, Puka broke records. I know, I know, he broke a freaking sixty-year-old record. Yeah, quarterbacks always get favored, man. That's but what okay, it if is. you have a vote because you're a wide receiver bias. Oh yeah, I'm giving Puka. So you're gonna give it to Puka now. Yeah, yeah. Before it was all day CJ Stroud, and until you found out this thing. <laughs> oh, I mean, he was close to record. I was like, he had to make the record to do it. Right. Yeah, like, I don't think it's unanimous. I think Puka should get votes. Oh, 100%. That's all I'm going to say. Puka should get votes. Um, Puka has my vote. Like you said, <laughs> CJ did what he did. Great. He's a quarterback. I understand that. But he didn't really break records as a rookie. I mean, I he, understand he was injured. He missed two, two games, games. But he didn't break records. Puka did. So there's that argument. We'll let you guys decide that down below. But yeah. yeah. All right. So they, they had O'Roy, and then D Roy is most likely Will Anderson Jr. So three awards there, and then throw in an MVP conversation in CJ Stroud as well. Uh, Indy, um, like we said, not a great start to the game. Uh, oh, as simple as this, bro. When you go 0 for freaking 10 on third downs, and finish 1 for 11. Finish 1 for 11, I think. Um, it was literally the last I think one. 1 for 12 combining the fourth down play. You got to stay on the field, right? Like, the best way to defend CJ Stroud is to keep him off the field. And yeah, they were doing that. And uh, you did that in the third quarter, especially when you got Jonathan Taylor on his... He was just going all game. I don't want to say you got going in the third quarter. He was going all game. But you were able to stay on the field. And uh, you were able to convert long drive after long drive. Houston didn't do anything in the third quarter, right? Um, run the ball effectively. You needed to do that this game. You did that. But... The passing game was just not there. Uh, wide receivers weren't open. Minchu wasn't Minchu from a couple weeks ago against the Steelers game, or even last week against the Raiders, where he played pretty well. And he was just off target and uh, off target all night. Obviously, made a couple throws here and there, especially in the third quarter. But the biggest off target throw is going to be the last play. So, about the last play, there's a lot of controversy. Many things are going to be right. Was it a right play call? I believe yes. Because it, yes, it's fine. If but you, if you, was, was Minshew off target? Yes. Should Tyler Goodson have made the catch? Yes. Should Tyler Goodson have been on the field? No. I agree that it should have been Jonathan Taylor. So you, you just reverse like you, depending on the questions you ask, right? Play call, right? At the end of the day, people are saying run it. You're not wrong. You're not wrong to say to run it. But you can't complain when the guy is wide open and guaranteed a first touch, um, uh, first down if he makes the catch. Play call or was the right play call. Play call was right. I, I was hoping for a play action with JT, though. Yeah. Something like that. So, obviously, Minchu, bad throw, yes. Goodson, should have caught it, yes. Play call, yes. JT. Taylor on the field, no. Now, here's the end of the day. If that play was made, no one was going to be talking about exactly. it Exactly, 100%. So... There was nothing wrong with the play called the people that are blaming Steichen for not having J- JT on the field. Okay, I get it. JT said himself that we, I trusted it. We practiced this a lot. Execution wasn't there. Simple it's as that. A, it was an execution issue. It's the same, things, no, these it's are not the same a, things that they do at fourth down and then Moelle Cox, what if he had dropped yeah, at fourth it's down? A, it's, not a, it's not a coaching issue. Personnel-wise, obviously, we could. I could say that. Yeah. 
it was not a play call issue. We've been passing on fourth down many times this year. Yeah. We did the same thing. And people saying that, like, they should have ran the ball. You're not wrong, but here's my rebuttal to you. It was third and two, and we got stuffed. Yeah. We had we fed we gave it to Taylor. And, and Brady got, got hurt. As well. So there's also that. Like at the end of the day, like I wouldn't blame them if they ran the ball. But who we were as a team is we threw it on fourth down, threw it on our two point conversions, those like do or die plays. We usually did the same play over and over again. Shane stayed true to who we are. And uh, it was just an execution issue. That's what all. That's Shout all. Shout out Tyler Goodson talking to the media after on a tough situation. Uh, usually a guy who doesn't play much doesn't really talk much, but he accepted it. Both Minshew accepted it as well. That and Shane, all three of them are saying it's on them. Good teammates, good coach there. Unfortunate, right? But at the end of the day, to recap the indie season though, we were not even supposed to be in that position. Exactly. We were supposed to be fighting for Marvin Harrison Jr. Most likely, and. That that unless we trade up, which I doubt, it's um, it's not happening. It's not happening, right? So the fact that we think about it, backup QB, Houston still had CJ playing the whole year. Exactly. So backup QB, injuries everywhere, suspensions everywhere, suspensions everywhere, <laughs> off the field stuff. Um, Ballard needs to fix the secondary. Taylor stuff as well. Taylor stuff as well, right? So the fact that we were in this position, it was great. Does it, it like it wasn't like the Wentz year? Wentz year, I was pissed. This year, I was ups, like, I was sad, but at the same time, heartbroken, legit. I was heartbroken, like, but boom. I was, I accepted it that like we weren't even supposed to be this good. So it's still a successful year. It's unfortunate how it ended. It wasn't the greatest. It's but like on this, that Brad. play call. Um, boys get their heartbroken by girls, <laughs> us men get heartbroken by sports. <laughs> <laughs> so that's how it is. <laughs> yeah. Um, but one thing I want to say about Indy is look. Chris Ballard, this is a message to you. Look what Houston did in this offseason. They didn't even need to do this. They went out. They got a couple of receivers. They got Robert Woods. They got, Dal- uh, what's his name? Dalton Schultz. They added Singletary. They added people on the defensive side. They added Singletary. You need to be aggressive in free agency. Go get a veteran wide receiver. I don't care if it's a D-hop. I don't care if it's Mike Evans. Make some Get someone, make a trade. You have the pick at 15, which you've traded for it before towards DeForest Buckner. So do a similar trade. I don't care. You need to go get yourself a veteran wide receiver. That is elite. That could hopefully when you pay Pittman. Alongside Pittman. Yeah, alongside Pittman. You have JT rolling now as long as he's healthy. Hopefully Anthony Richardson should be back as long as he's healthy. I'm excited for that running. It was going to be way more exciting than this year. Yes, he's still going to be technically a... He's not a rookie, but he'll be like rookie. He still like. hasn't played like... More than five. He hasn't played, a com- he played more one than five complete snaps. game, I think. Huh? He played like one complete game. Oh, yeah, no. Game. He hasn't played more than five snaps with Taylor. Yeah. Not, so, I think it was barely even five. Yeah, exactly. So, we're going to be fine next year. Um, I have faith in it. CJ Stroud came off injury and he balled out literally the last two games. So, you need to go out, fix the secondary, whether we go trade for Jair Alexander or go draft Kool-Aid McKinstry. I don't know. You got to fix the secondary, add depth pieces. You got to be aggressive this offseason. Yeah, use If you're aggressive this offseason, that's use, how you're going to compete in this division. Use AR's rookie contract to your advantage now, exactly. right? You have cash space. You, you, have, pay you have 90 million. Obviously, you have four big free agents that you got to resign. But after that, you have some room. Figure let's, try to, let's try to do something. Figure out a way. Because uh, yeah. your job might be on the line if you so don't. So, with Houston winning the division, they faced the Cleveland Browns. And now we'll just get into storylines for each matchup, starting off with the Browns and Texans. This is what is called the Deshaun Watson Bowl. Minus Deshaun Watson. Minus Deshaun Watson. So, obviously, this game, that's the biggest storyline. Deshaun Watson's return to Houston, so he's probably just being in the stands. 
and uh, obviously the Joe Flacco story yeah. will continue. Also, flip side, CJ Stroud story. Could this could this guy lead him to a Super Bowl? And uh, stay tuned for a future video for a potential surprise teams to win as well. Okay, well he's spoiled. I was gonna say I was gonna say anything, but uh, that's one storyline. Next storyline: Kansas City versus Miami, which is probably the biggest storyline at least on the AFC side. Tyreek Hill goes home. By go home, I mean where he played up, played his starting his career off in Kansas City. So he's going back to Arrowhead. He was in Miami. If I w- he didn't go back to Arrowhead earlier. That was in Germany. That was in Germany. Yeah. So he's going literally. He's going back to Arrowhead. It's gonna be crazy. Both teams are on not so great runs to end the year. So yeah, there's that one. That's the one big storyline people gotta watch out for. How are they gonna guard Tyreek Hill? Is Jalen Waddle gonna be healthy in time? Raheem Mostert gonna be healthy in time? So. Yeah, that storyline's going to be insane and fun to watch. Uh, flip over to the NFC side. No, there's one more matchup. Yeah, Bill Steelers, nothing there. Okay. Yeah. Like, All right, no NFC drama. There. Let's start off with that. All um, right, coming to the week, one seed was locked with the 49ers, and uh, that's about it. Yeah. Yeah. So Rams were basically a lock. Practically a lock. A lock um, obviously, if they won, which they did, and they clinched the sixth seed, and they did that. Um, other than that... We'll start off with the two seed here. Um, Cowboys were the favorite to lock up the two seed and the NFC East division. All they had to do was beat the Commanders. They did that handily, and uh, they won a road game as well, which is a little bit good confidence there. But they are playing a, a home game in the first round of the playoffs. But the story is the Philadelphia Eagles. Uh, what's happening with them is, again, another. they started off getting their ass with the Giants. That's number one. Number two... AJ Brown got hurt. Number three, Jalen Hurts got hurt. And to that point, they threw in the towel and just put the backups in because they just accepted fate at that point. But that doesn't mean anything because you guys are playing the away game now against Tampa Bay. Sure, you guys should be the favorites. It's a favorable matchup, yes. So you're lucky in that sense. But the way you guys have been playing ain't going to cut it. And plus, you got injuries. Your play caller is literally on the Colts. Your defensive play caller is literally on Arizona. So... Matt Patricia slash Sean Desai, who's probably getting fired at the end of the year, isn't doing. They're not doing a great job on the defensive side of things. I don't know what's happening there. And then on the flip side, offensively, your play calls have been stagnant. Predictable, yeah. everything. Everything's predictable. But yeah, so, so yeah, so the Eagles lock up the fifth seed um, due to an uh, epic collapse. Um, you're just lucky that they were a ten win team and clinched the playoff spot. Yeah. Otherwise, we could have seen the them. first team to clinch. Yeah, and we could have seen them. Uh, be a Jaguars and be eliminated from the playoffs yeah. as well. Three seed, obviously due to a Cowboys win. The Lions clinched the three seed. But obviously, them being a two seed was a stretch because they needed the Giants and the Commanders win. It cost them Sam Laporta, potentially, as well. Yeah. So Dan Campbell's ultra-aggressive aggressiveness pays off, but sometimes it doesn't, and we've seen that happen there. But we got... The Lions at the three seed. NFC South, which is going to be the fourth seed. Buccaneers needed a win. They're hitting the Panthers. Barely beat them. They got the win. They um, got it. But it wasn't convincing at all. But the seventh seed was the one that was up for grabs. Many, many possibilities, as you could tell from her video. Vikings, believe it or not, had a chance. Obviously, very, very, very slim. Yeah. Uh, Saints had a chance. Still slim. Almost got it, though. 
Um, yeah, they almost did. And then uh, it was between, mainly it was between the Seahawks and the Packers. Seahawks somehow won their game after being down almost the whole game against the Arizona Cardinals, which we'll talk about in a second. And uh, then Green Bay handled their business against Chicago at the end of the day. It was close for a little bit, then they just ran away they, with it. They got their game-sealing touchdown, and uh, Green Bay Packers are your seventh seed. They were winning in situation. The youngest team in the NFL, and, I believe. Uh, they won. Jordan Love... Obviously, there was a question mark first, like, couple of weeks. Like, yo, Jordan loves the franchise guy. Died down again and brought back It was up. a wave. It was literally it a was wave. It was literally a wave. So, yeah. So, the storylines on the NFC side. The biggest storyline in the NFL. Let's just start with that. Biggest storyline. The three versus six seed, a.k.a. the Lions versus the Rams, a.k.a. the trade ball of Matthew Stafford for trade Jared ball. Goff. Trade yeah, ball. Yeah, Matt Stafford returning to... Detroit, where he was the guy for many, many years, and they just got to the playoffs, I think, twice. Didn't get much help. Got traded. Won a Super Bowl in his first year. Jared Goff, on the flip side, will be facing his old team. Got thrown. Got got thrown in that trade. Was given up on. Did make a Super Bowl, but wasn't good enough, clearly, because then Goff... Sorry, then Stafford ended up winning a Super Bowl with them. That's the biggest storyline. I said Tyreek Hill's the biggest storyline. The AFC, it will be second overall, because this one matters more, because... Yes, those two teams in the AFC are matched up pretty well as well. But these guys, you know, Rams have... A, I might have I have the Rams probably winning. I have to still think about it more before I make the official prediction. Hey, but predictions next, next yeah, episode. But, like, I will not be surprised if... the what, I don't know what the betting odds are, but the Rams can win this game. And this is probably the worst matchup they could get in the first round with a motivated Matthew Stafford coming home as well. But how motivated is Jared Goff playing the team that just threw him out? Kicked him out of LA the, and put him into windy. Well, we'll cold hold it there because we're, we're, we're going in the breakdown yeah. mode right now. We'll hold but that there. But that's that, the biggest that, storyline. That, that is a storyline there. Another storyline Mike McCarthy and the Packers are reuniting uh, just in the opposite sides of the field. Yeah. Yeah, Dallas, that one's not as big though. It's been a while since he got fired. So yeah, Cowboys like Packers are the first round matchup there. And your remaining first round matchup is a, a rematch of week three Monday Night Football Buccaneers versus Eagles. So. I'll just say this much, for the Eagles to win the Super Bowl, obviously they have to win that game, but they got to like look good winning in that game. It, if they look good in that game... There's one thing, though. What? If the Lions and the Cowboys win, Eagles are going to play the 49ers. No, no so that's what I'm saying. Like, yeah. I think the <laughs> Eagles, for them to have, a, like me to have confidence, they have to look good in this win. I don't have confidence. I don't have confidence <laughs> in that. Yeah, like, that's my point. It's um, not even looking good. I'm talking about like, even if you do win, you, you're playing the best team. Yeah, so those are those are the um, overall playoff recaps. Uh, on the flip side, though, uh, the we have some Black Monday news. I guess you could—that's what they call it. Yeah. With the firings, but before that, it's official. We already we'll just quickly we, do this. One sec. Yeah. It's official that we already knew that Chicago is the first overall pick, but it is. It is Chicago. Washington, come on. Okay, why is this not up? This is a flipped. Okay. It's Chicago. Okay. Panthers were the worst record in football, yeah. meaning Chicago, who tr- got Panthers' 2024 first round pick, Chicago Bears yeah. are your number one overall the pick. The score had a flip weird yeah. thing. So, so I'll say due this. to this, basically, we're not going to say the whole draft order. No, no. Top three are the Pan- uh, the Bears, um, the Commanders, and the Patriots. Bears have two top ten picks this year. And if you're a depressing Colts fan right now, we are the 15th 15, pick. Which is fine. This is a deep class. 
yeah to stuff that we need especially the with top three guys potential might, might draft a quarterback potential quarterbacks going a lot like early yeah, on as well so the top three picks will probably be quarterbacks I, I even if the bears have it i think if the bears keep it i feel like they go quarterback if they don't i it's tough for me to say for sure but we'll talk about that later that's um, all draft talk just worry about though, it all after the super bowl yeah one last thing about what i said about arizona earlier they are gonna keep kyler murray it looks like which i think is the right decision because of the trade last year with houston which helped them out they could potentially get marvin harrison jr and another offensive tackle another wide receiver to pair with him or a defensive and or any defensive piece there yeah so this is all your draft talk for now now we're gonna throw it all the way to the Super Bowl. Um, okay, before we get to the firings, let's talk about one news that happened. Dalvin Cook was released by the Jets, and to in order to sign to a contender, and he chose the best contender probably it's the best team in football, which is uh, the Baltimore Ravens. So he's officially a Baltimore Raven. Depth on the running back position there, but moving on to the firings off the bat, literally I guess Monday morning for them because it's Eastern Standard Time. Arthur Smith let go. Not too surprising. I didn't expect him to be maybe the first, first guy. Oh, he uh, was the first guy. Again, it's Black Monday. Everybody gets fired on this. Arthur day. Smith, after his tantrum, got fired. Yeah. Um, uh, For the... So, talking about Atlanta stuff. very quickly. Let's go team by team for a second, just to what we expect. Um, We already know the names that are going to be out there. Is Ben Johnson. The... Belichick, potentially. Well, Belichick, potentially. Jim Harbaugh now, which we'll get into college football in a second. Um... Who's the Houston OC? Oh, I forgot, forgot his, his name. name. Yeah, I'll have to search that out because he he deserves his respect. It's a K. It's it's a SK. I think initials. Houston OC. But uh, either way, that trio of weapons that we thought were gonna be fun as hell to watch needs a new offense. Yeah, mind. it was not used properly. And they're at all. a team that is either gonna draft a QB that could either fall to them or they could trade up to number they one. They should draft a QB. Or yeah. they're a team that could go out and get a guy like Justin Fields or whoever Potentially. else can be available. Potentially. Uh, Bobby Slowick. Yeah, Bobby Slowick. Um, so, so he does uh he deserves a shout out there. He's a probably available. We obviously have Dan Quinn who's gonna be available. Aaron Glenn on the defensive so side. So there's of there's a lot of there are a lot of For dumb though and they you need have to go r- offensive. You could also have Raheem Morris. You could also have yeah. Belichick, right? Belichick yeah. has never really had weapons in his life. <laughs> it's a good enticing spot for him if he does. Belichick did say he's exactly. plans on to stay. So yeah. let's see. But uh, yeah, so obviously we just mentioned all the potential candidates there. Atlanta fired their coach. Washington Commanders fired Ron Rivera as well. So they'll, surprising. they'll be looking for, obviously, expected. Whatever expected to happen has happened for uh, both teams. And uh, they'll be looking for a coach as well. Obviously, we have just named a bunch of candidates. Sticking with Washington, though, they made an interesting move, though, uh, right after they fired him. Uh, I'm going to get the exact details, but Bob Myers, and you would be like, w- the guy from the Warriors? And to answer your question, yes, the guy from the Warriors is one of the like consultants for this, which yeah. is kind of weird. Good GM. Just wrong sport, but good GM. <laughs> I, it's more so like, I guess, how to build a good franchise. And like, clearly, look at the Warriors for all those years. Good GM. He's <laughs> pairing up with a older, um, uh, the old, one of the older Vikings uh, GMs. So, they're going to obviously set a culture there after Dan Schneider left. This was the first year that Josh Harris and Magic Johnson um, were owning the team. So, makes sense. I think a lot of people are probably happy to join that group. So, they want to try to change the culture everywhere around uh i think this is it for ron rivera as a coach probably yeah i can't see him he had i think the same boat as frank reich i think is yeah. done for both of them 
Panthers, they fired their GM, John Fitterer. So they're going literally all out. So they need to go get a GM. ASAP. I mean, when you have Tepper re- reacting like that, you expect something to yeah, happen. Yeah, so you need to get your GM first before you could even consider getting coaching. Exactly. Um, Washington already requested interviews everywhere. <laughs> and so did the Raiders. Uh, for example, at Dodds, Colts assistant GM yeah. has been requested by the Raiders, as well as 49ers assistant as well. And uh, Wink Martindale has resigned from the Giants, uh, along with two potential assistants. It's, that's a smart decision. <laughs> so it's crazy. Chargers request interview with 49ers Wilkes, who's the D.C., like I said, he might get a job somewhere. Saints are considering adding Gruden to the staff. So speaking of a s- coaching firing snob or however you want to word it, Dennis Allen is still there. Still and alive. And they might keep him. And if I'm Saints fans, and I know some Saints fans, and I've seen it on Twitter, are not going to be happy with this. Dennis Allen's got to go. Yeah. He needs to go ASAP. He needs to be gone by tomorrow. By the time this pod comes out, he should be gone. But we don't know. We don't know if that's going to be the case. We don't know yet. We mentioned Jags fired their DC Caldwell, other members of defensive staff as well. And uh, yeah, so those are the main ones right now. Who I see to get fired, I, I hope, that I'm not hoping for a guy to get fired, but for Saints fans' purposes, Dennis Allen is better as a coordinator, so he should not be a head coach. That's the, excuse me, that's the only one I could think of. Yeah, Dennis Allen, obviously on top of your head for head coaching. Is and Mike Vrabel is also on the hot seat. On the hot seat, makes sense fig- as figure well. their thing out. Um, Josh McDaniels could be the favorite to get the New England job, which is kind of crazy. crazy. Or Mike Vrabel. I think he's between the two right now. There's nothing without Belichick. But yeah, so those are all your firings and just news mumble-jumble that always happens after the regular season. Yeah, a couple of uh, last bit of news here. Um, The College Football Hall of Fame 2024 class was announced. A couple of notable names. Ross, uh, Randy Moss. Not Ross. Ross. Randy Moss and Larry Fitzgerald were among 19 players and three coaches in college football uh, Hall of Fame. That I think class, Alex Smith was in there as that well. That was announced Monday. Uh, Warwick Dunn of Florida State, Toby Ger- Gerhart of Stanford, Julius Peppers of North Carolina, and Danny Woodhead of Chadron State also elected to the Atlanta-based hall by the new National Football Foundation. All right. Speaking of college, congratulations first to all those guys. Obviously, legends. Um, Randy Moss, Fitzgerald, Peppers, all these guys are all studs. But yeah, speaking of college, we had a college football final. We forgot to make our predictions. We did not make our predictions, but we kind of did though. We just say we did say the winner. Of we did say the winner. Yeah, um, Michigan, Bama will probably win it all. But yeah, Michigan versus Washington. Um, Penix coming off a great game against the Texas Longhorns, and uh, JJ McCarthy coming up clutch along with Blake Corum in an overtime victory against Alabama. Uh, Battle the undefeateds, one and two, and Michigan was in control for the whole game. There was a little moment where obviously Washington had multiple, multiple drives to tie it with a touchdown. But that defense is absolutely stellar because Penix just wasn't on his game at all. Um, his accuracy was not great. Obviously, what it honestly I believe is his best attribute. And uh Michigan won the D-line, O-line, right? They got pressure on Penix. They needed to. You can't let that guy sit in the pocket and pick you apart. And uh, they made a move. And they made a move a lot, hit him. Uh, he was playing hurt at the end of the game and uh, just missed his spots, which you don't did not see at all this season. Yeah, I mean, I have nothing much to say. You watched the main bits of the game. I came home from work, and it was already at that point 
where uh, it was half time, so there was an opportunity. But like you said, the pick happened. He got stepped on, and after that, it was just the classic Michigan defense putting disrupt being disruptive, and yeah, not, not, yeah. nothing much to say. So no, this game, to be proud this of. game would have been a blown out if uh, Washington's defense didn't pick it up after the first quarter because yeah. they were running the ball all over them. Yeah, right. And this game could have been like TCU Georgia last year. But credit to Washington's defense, they picked it up. Made it a game. Their, their offense couldn't just click. Yeah. But that being said, Washington is probably going to take a downfall here because they're going to lose Penix. They're going to lose Romo Donzi as well and probably other players. So it's unfortunate, but it, it is what it is. We'll see what happens next year. We'll be 12 teams, right? So that's the end of that era. Last thing, though, you agree that Jim Harbaugh is going to the NFL next year? Yes, I think he wanted to get one win. If one he had title lost, win. do you think he would have won still? I think so. I think he just wanted to get. I think the final would. I think the final would have helped, like making it to the final because he never won a playoff game. So I think because of that, I think he would have been in the NFL if he won or lost. Yeah. So that's the end of the college football season. Um, those of you guys that are fans, you guys are probably gonna look into the draft and see who they are. This is mock draft season for everybody that's not in the playoffs right now. Even if you're in the playoffs, who knows? Mm-hmm. And. Uh, see what college football players you need to look at so yeah the, we'll end it there on the football talk like football. we said make sure you guys tune in to a couple um our football it's gonna be like football week we're gonna have rankings out we're gonna have a special video out and our predictions will be out on thursday's episode but let's move on let's go to mlb we got some big major news there mlb yes so um. off the bat there was a m- signing the Dodgers, like once again, involved. I wonder if they were going to defer this money. <laughs> well, they defer everything, man. Dodgers and Teoscar Hernandez have agreed to a one-year, $23.5 million deal. Sources telling ESPN's Jeff Passan. If you're wondering who Teoscar Hernandez is, a former Jay, got traded to the Seattle Mariners in last year's offseason. Uh, his incentives on the contract are $1 million if he wins Silver Slugger. 500k if he finishes 11th to 15th in MVP voting, 2 million dollars if he finishes uh 6th to 10th in MVP voting and 3 million dollars if he wins wins it to uh top 5. They needed an outfield bat. I wanted them to get an outfield bat. He is a good outfield bat to get. Obviously not known for his defense, but he could hit the ball and when he's on a tear he is when he's hot, like he is very hot. But yeah, when he, he's a he's a good guy to have like in your fourth five spot if you really yeah, need to. And I, yeah, he's going to be around that. I think he'll be around that. I think he'll be like 5th to 6th, honestly. Yeah. Because you have Will Smith as well as in, in there. Any other MLB? B- uh, Robbie Ray. Oh, yeah. yeah that, that was a trade. Uh, yeah. yeah, so the Robbie Ray trade. Robbie Ray. Mariners <laughs> traded Robbie Ray to the Giants uh, for Mitch Hanniger and Anthony Disclofani. Mitch Hanniger going back to the uh, Seattle Mariners. San Francisco is also sending $6 million to the Mariners. And, uh, yeah, so Ray is expected to return after the All-Star break next season after undergoing Tommy John in May. So he's still going to be missing half the year. He did sign a big contract, a five-year contract, if I'm not mistaken, or a six-year yeah, contract. Yeah, five-year contract. So this is, still has, like, a couple of years on term. Obviously, San Francisco is trying to make win-now moves. Robbie Ray can help that as long as he's healthy. And uh, he's going back to the NL West because he was with Arizona, if I wasn't mistaken, before the Jays. Yeah. Um, yeah, he's 32 though. He kind of was up. I mean, it's the a, yeah. Um, it wasn't it wasn't great for the Mariners. Obviously, he's coming off came off a Cy Young win, which gave him the contract. And uh, yeah, let's see what he does in the 
NL West again, where he kind of made his name. But yeah, he's going to be going against. It's, it's, it's the good Gosh. news for him is he doesn't have to be the guy because when he came and signed that contract with the Mariners, he was supposed to be the guy. He was supposed to be the the ace. Yeah, and obviously they traded for Luis Castillo, so things changed there. But this guy's gonna be behind Logan Webb, so which could be a good thing for Robbie but Ray. But he'll be going against names like Manny Machado, Fernando Tatis, Shohei Otani, Corbin Carroll, for um. All these guys, um, Freddie Freeman, <laughs> and whoever you, you want to know, name. that's gonna be like another. That'll be contending. Who's the fa- oh, Colorado. That'll be contending for th- that division. Will be contending for the AL East for to be one of the best. Huh? Oh, contending with yeah, the AL contending East, with right? the AL East. Yeah. Uh, your thoughts on Mitch Hanniger returning? Thirty-three-year-old. Yeah, I mean, he knows Seattle. Uh, outfield bat. Seattle needs outfield bats because uh, they've been getting rid of everyone. Uh, they haven't really added anyone yet. Um, he's not going to solve any of their issues, in my opinion. He's just going to be there, do his thing. Um, obviously, you could have the hope of like a a breakout type thing, but they're 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 gonna make they're gonna need a lot more moves because Mitch Hanniger is not gonna save you. That's all I'm gonna say. Um, on the flip side, rumors are Jorge Soler. There's options. Jays are one of them. Mariners are one of them. Obviously. And Red Sox, I believe, was one. That's a good outfield bat, DH bat you need. That's a former all-star. Uh, Jock Peterson, obviously, linked to the Blue Jays. And uh, J.D. Martinez was a blue linked to the Blue Jays as well, of course. And one other uh, team, I forget who it was. So those are the three power bats on the top of my head that were... And obviously, Cody Bellinger and Matt Chapman are still there. But in terms of, like, more of a... Like a not like a... It was a safe bet or... On the it's a team need, man. It's a team no, fit. No, no, no. Like the word. Like, obviously, Cody Ballinger match happened. Low risk, high reward. Yeah, like they're trying to get like those type of contracts. Yeah, exactly. Essentially. So it could be that. But that's MLB. Oh, obviously. no. Last news. Last bit of news. One more. What? Michael Brantley. Oh, yeah. Retired. Yeah. And yeah. we got to say that once almost a J. <laughs> that, once that almost a J. But I no, mean, great career. Um, Obviously, known. we know him more of what he did with Houston. Uh, Called his like, career. He did many uh, things with Houston. Yeah, so yeah. Well, Michael Brantley called it a career. Exactly. Congrats to My- Michael Brantley. Enjoy and, retirement. Uh, enjoy retirement. But MLB news, like uh, like we said, going on and on. Still some couple big names left, but let's move on to our next topic here, which will be... Let's go. Uh, we got to go NHL. That's the we got to go NHL. We got to go NHL. We got Jamie, one of the surprises. Jamie Drysdale and a second round pick are headed to the Philadelphia Flyers for Cutter Gauthier. Gauthier. That's how you pronounce it, right? And uh, initial reaction, what the hell just happened? Yeah. <laughs> right? We're like, okay, it was a shock trade for sure. Philly made a smart move um, because they could have lost his kid for free. They could have lost his kid for nothing. Um, the fact that, yes, Jamie's Drysdale, okay, you did lose a trade. We're, we're, I'm going to say that. We both agree with that, right? But the W is you got a guy who is a young defenseman who will fit Obviously, your pipe is going to be in your pipeline. You got a second-round pick. The thing with Jamie Drysdale is if he's going to be healthy. Yeah. Yeah, he was dropped for sixth overall by the Ducks in 2020. He's played just 18 games over the past two seasons due to injuries. Uh, Drysdale is in his first season of a three-year contract with a $2.3 million cap pit, which was signed back in October after a difficult negotiation himself <laughs> as a restricted free agent. So, yeah, um... You said uh, you know a little bit more of this. Uh, Anaheim had defenseman already in the yeah, like I, I I don't know how to pronounce the name, but like this guy was in like early Calder Calder race as well. When the I think he's he's not obviously retired. 
is gonna be a question mark now for winning because of he's he's injured. You still might get but Mionkov, there's one of their de- defensemen. They have a couple other in the pipeline as well. So if they were if they believe in Karagachi that much, right, which they clearly do, they say that this could be your franchise guy. Obviously, you already have McTavish and Zegras and all these guys as well. You could afford to lose a defenseman that barely played for you, a young guy at the end, a talented defenseman, to help upgrade your thing, especially when you have depth in your D uh, defensive pipeline prospect pool, basically. They still could lose Kar- They could still lose Karagochi. Exactly. That, Karagochi, a 19-year-old, starred with the USA, um, jun- uh, with the World Juniors, who just won gold, which we'll talk about later. He uh, co-led the tournament with 12 points as was named to the media all-star team. He was the fifth overall pick who's currently playing, in 2022, sorry, playing currently playing at Boston College. Um, as mentioned, he said, pretty much told Daniel Briere, the GM of Philly, that I, I ain't going to sign with you, play with you, which I have my own thoughts, which I'll get into in a second. I'm sure you do too. Um, yeah, so he Cutter Gochi essentially was the plan to be the guy there. Uh, he, he was considered untouchable yeah. until, obviously... He had his remarks. Yes, and like uh, Daniel Breer flyers. Con- yeah, uh, Daniel Breer confirmed that he did not, he didn't want to sign with the team. He has two years of college eligibility remaining after this season, at which uh, Gauthier can elect for free agency rather than sign with the team that has his rights. So Anaheim still might lose him if he really wants to. Could do what Adam Fox did essentially. Exactly. Um. Yeah, if he didn't want to be here, we're happy to move on. Travis Hanheim yeah. just said that as well. Makes sense. Uh, by the way, this rep- this was well reported by uh, Daily Faceoffs Frank Cervelli. So shout out the source there. My thoughts though, like it's so dumb. Like obviously, if you see this, Canucks fans are probably like, "Yo, Connor, why why didn't you do this?" Obviously, I think this is the beneficial part of playing college, I guess as well. Um, so thank thank you, Hughes, for not doing this. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> that's thank the you. number one. But no, no, all jokes aside, though, like. It's stupid. You're you're a young kid, right? You're not what Anthony like watching basketball in the background. You're not what Anthony Davis was going through, or you're not. Um, you haven't done anything. Yeah, that's the point. Like you, you have not done it. Yeah, anything. like you weren't any of these guys in the past. Like, like if McDavid were to request a trade next year, if the Oilers miss out the playoffs or get out in the first round, different I wouldn't story. blame them. Different story. But I'm just saying that's a whole different story. But the point is, you, you have not done anything. Yeah. Right. You have no right to call the shots. Right. And obviously, you have the opportunity to do. We're not going to blame you. You took your opportunity. You did what you had to do to do what you want to do, which I don't know what know what you want to do. But you like it's hard. Uh, it's definitely difficult. Obviously, when you're you're getting drafted, right? Like that organization made your dream come true, and you're just telling them to. No, F it's off. not even like you didn't even snake them. Like so, for example, he did snake them. No, 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 no. Like I, I mean, I was going to give an example. In the um, Keegan Murray draft. So Keegan Murray went fourth to the Kings. I think it was fourth. Yeah. Jaden Ivey was projected to go fourth in all mock drafts. Jaden Ivey pretty much told the, kind of the right thing in a way to the Kings. I like, I don't want to play for you guys. Kings were like, you know what? Fine. We prefer Keegan anyways. Sure. We'll take Keegan. You told Daniel Breer, reported, um, according to Daniel Breer though, that you wanted to be a flyer and all that stuff. And then they flew all the way to Sweden to try to get your contract figured out and everything, and you pretty much de- denied them. You didn't even meet with them. You just pretty much said, I don't want to sign with you. It's not a good look, right? And I get it. Adam Fox did it. Look how good Adam Fox is. I get that you get to go wherever you want. But, like, that's just, like, a brat-ass brat move, essentially. Like, 
Yeah, we know you're a good ki- you're a good hockey player. We'll see for uh, see how you are, truly are. Yeah. Imagine if you choke, you know, you're going to be la- laughing shock ever. I'm just going to say this much, right? Like we're not taking a shot at your talent. We're taking a shot at your character. Teams or teams look at character, right? And uh you haven't put yourself made yourself a good look saying that what team is going to be like, "Oh, this guy might just snake us again." Right? There's there's always going to be the question mark, but at the end of the day, it doesn't matter when you're if you're that good when you've been showing that in the world juniors and in a college level, nobody's really going to care. So, but that's just our thoughts. We're just putting it out there. Um, like I said, nobody gets a shit about Adam Fox, what he did because he's so good. So, yeah, so you just got to prove it now. Yeah, the pressure's on you. It's just like, uh, the pressure it's, it's is on you. It's a bad taste in a m- m- It is a bad taste, but it is what it is. The yeah. pressure's on the kid, right? If he doesn't perform, he's going to be a meme. If he does perform, it's all going to be forgetting. Yeah, Philly is funny though because Philly, it happened to Philly. The flip side where Eric Lindros snaked Quebec and then joined karma. Philly. Karma, karma. So it comes back. It causes it bites but him in the like, ass. Same thing. Um, whoever passed on Mitchkov, Mitchkov didn't want to play on those teams. They didn't pick Mitchkov, and Mitchkov wanted to go to Philly. He ended up getting Philly, right? So yeah, no, it is what it is. It's it's. I think it's just stupid. You're you're not even. You haven't played a single game in the NHL yet. Yeah. Um, but at the end of the day, we can't. Like the guy, much. W- the team wants you for a reason. <laughs> it is. It is what it is. It, it is. Yeah. All right. Um, Nylander c- extension. Yeah, official. Um, Eight Toronto. year, eleven and a half. Full AAV. No, full no move clause as well. Uh, the Toronto Maple Leafs uh, do like playing their guy, paying their guys. They're four. So a guys. lot of money. A lot of lot of money that they don't really have any defenseman or goaltending. But we're going to talk about strict Nylander. We're not going to talk about the Leafs. Nylander is having a good year himself. Yeah. Um, obviously, he earned, he's earned this contract. A couple of years ago, he had that holdout until December, until they finally agreed. And uh, yeah, he didn't have a good year then, but after that... That's because he held out. Yeah, after that, Nylander has been every bit as advertised. And uh, the forwards are nice. The forwards are definitely talented, but the issue is on the other side. But we have no no... No, and not nothing as Nylander. He deserved his contract fully. Yeah, um, eleven and a half million. Question mark with the Leafs is, uh, you still have Tavares for one more year. So how are you gonna fill out the rest of the depth of what you're missing? Uh, defensively, you're screwed. Goaltending wise, Joseph Wall's injured until he comes back. You're screwed. Martin Jones is doing a decent enough job to hold, but yeah, um, question marks are gonna be there. Are they gonna? How are they gonna do? But William, like I said, William Nylander was arguably their best playoff performer usually. When yeah, it comes he down is. To no, it. So he is. Even more than Matthews at times. But yeah, it, it is what it is. Let's see. The qu- big question mark for the Leafs is always going to be what they're going to do in the playoffs. And if the other guys don't step up, Nylander doesn't step up. Like It could be like, oh, I got paid. Now I could chill. I don't hope he's not that type of guy. But so let's see how it is. I think he's locked up long term now. I think so. Matthews. Matthews has four more years. Yeah. I don't know how much Marner. I think Marner and Tavares both have like two years, if I'm not mistaken. One or two years more. But yeah, I mean, at the end of the day, congrats. You got your money. Players deserve to get paid. Especially you've, in been, the NHL. you've been playing well. You've been playing well. But we all know what the big question mark from this is. What the hell are they going to do in the playoffs? No. I'm leading to a different team. Who? To team on your shirt. Oh, yeah. When we sign a PD. Yeah. So, <laughs> PD, uh, so according to Elliot Friedman, 32 thoughts. Um, PD is just like, I ain't going to sign. Uh, I'm just going to wait till the offseason. Nothing else. Nah. You could probably give him full on ownership. He might say, like, yeah, I'm going to wait still. Yeah. That, um, um, so, obviously, so this is going to be a call. As a Canucks fan, we are scared. But 
as also a Canucks fan, he is playing with zero distractions. He's playing with no issues. And it showed this past game where he got three points against the New York Rangers. And uh, he's he's coming back. You know, obviously he had a little tough stretch in end of November, beginning of December, around there. But he's coming back to his game again. Obviously the Canucks are looking as good as they have been so far. The auto line's back together. But yeah, no, well. the, the, the question of Pedersen, uh, what's going to be his comp, right? This he's a, uh, Nylander's a winger, and he's older, right? Which means if it's 11 and a half, he probably wants a minimum 12. I think Pasternak signed a cheap-ass deal, but it's at 11 million, right? So, yeah, let's see what Pedersen does at this point. I'm just going to wait till it happens and see what happens. It's all season, boys. Yeah. That's uh, uh, basically it. All stars. Um, so they got announced. The first thirty-two players. Yeah, we're not gonna name every single one because you guys could look at that for yourself. It's one per team, which is an issue because if we're a team like the Canucks, we think that we should have at least four locked in. Five. Five. Well, Brock Besser's third in goals, and he might not even get in. Which exactly. Is crazy. That's crazy. Um. Yeah. Obviously, we see the big names like the uh, you the see Connor them McDavid's or you the see the McDavid's the youngest all star ever to make. Yeah, it. you see the McDavid, but you I see have, the Bedard. Before we say name, okay, so the Canucks representative is Quinn Hughes. Exactly, but the issue is Cam Talbot got in over Thatcher Demko at the moment, which is like okay. When you think about it, I'm like, how the hell did Demko not get in? Then I realized Hughes is the best player. It's on the limited. Canucks. No, I I have an issue with this. You can't tell me for whatever reason, I, um, Anaheim deserves an all star. You can't tell me for any reason San Jose deserves an all-star. Columbus deserves an all-star. None of these guys deserve an all-star. I don't give a shit. You want to represent one per team? Boo-hoo. Play better. Simple as that. It's so dumb. I, I don't have issues with Conor Bedard making it, but I wouldn't have been mad if he doesn't make it either because the team is ass. Yeah, no, at the same time. At the end that's day, a different... That's the money he deserved. He deserved to make it. I'm, he deserved to make it. I've, I would probably say other players over would have made it over him. Bedard deserved I, to make That's a different argument. We're not going to get yeah. into that. But like, I would have been perfectly so fine Bedard if Bedard did not make it. But yeah, agree with you 100%. Columbus, San Jose, Anaheim. Like uh, Some of these like teams deserve zero. You're, you're telling me now, because it comes to fan voting, Leon Drysaddle is going to get in. Mitch Marner is probably going to get in. William Nylander is probably going to get in. I feel like, I'm telling you right now, someone like GT Miller is going to be left out. It's going to be, because the Canucks, I'm not saying the Canucks should get all five, because clearly that just means we're extremely biased. Yeah, four. There again. are many other teams, like... We know the four who should get in, right? Yeah. All right, PD deserves to be in, Demko deserves to be in, Miller deserves to be in, and Hughes, who's already in. Besser. So that's, that's going to make it five then. So five, those five deserve to be in, but we know that one's, some, one, someone's going to get snubbed. And it's probably gonna be JT, but I don't. I think some of these guys don't even care about being all stars because you could tell they were miserable <laughs> and the thing. It's just dumb. Like these guys don't deserve to be an all star. Why give them the spot, right? Like I don't know who even got in for the other teams. That's how bad they were. Yeah, we don't know. We honestly, that's why we're not gonna list everything. And uh, honestly, there's 32 teams. You guys could check it out yourself. Um, fan voting is gonna happen for the remaining. Was it eight? skaters per conference and i think another goalie as well so catch catch those up that are going to be coming up soon and uh, also the format's been changed since you guys already know that as well but yeah as canucks fans we hope we get four more uh but other than that can't really say much because that's what it is nfl did the same thing many years where they had every team gets a prime time game they changed that up this year i think the nhl should change up your all-star formatting as well for the upcoming yeah, years as well it's ridiculous it's so dumb dude that's what i like what the nba has done they just take the best guys yeah they easily could have been picking one from each team exactly i understand different circumstances not that many players on the thing but 
Yeah, I, I think it's ridiculous. I but think it's yeah, gone. let's move on. And we have to congratulate the USA World Junior Hockey Team of uh, winning the gold medal in Sweden against Sweden. And Sweden takes silver. And uh, I believe Czechy uh, takes bronze. They beat Finland, right? Yeah, I think they came back. Yeah. They came from behind. I think they scored six unanswered goals. Yeah, something like that. And then uh, Sweden, once again, the leader of silver medals. Exactly. Uh, Canada disappointed. They lost in the quarterfinals to Czechia, who, which was a rematch of the last year's gold medal game. And uh, yeah, USA, um, obviously, we're going to be a powerhouse. Um, Ryan Leonard, Will Smith, all these guys are playing. And uh, they, they got the gold medal. I was really going against... USA, not because they're USA and we're Canada, because uh, they snubbed my boy Hunter Busnevitz, <laughs> right? So, like, uh, they're going to need that Canucks prospect, but I guess they did not at all. Yeah, uh, the Canucks prospects in Sweden, though, killed it. Lekera Mackey ended up getting MVP, which is massive after the year he had. Poor year he had in the World Juniors himself, being injured and sick. And his Swedish, um, uh, Swedish club team, whatever he plays on. So him, obviously, Elias Pettersson was like on a pairing with Axel Sandin Pelika, which was the top pair, uh, their team's top pair, which he, had, he played over 20 minutes. And then Will Ander looked good for a young guy. So, uh, yeah, uh, let's see how, how it works out. NHL draft-wise, Macklin Celebrini did well, but it is what it is. So we'll no, see it's a World Juniors. It does flip-flop around a lot. But, yeah, Canada definitely did disappoint. And uh, it's, it's not a good feeling, especially in hockey. All right, let's just move on to some quick fire topics. couple of things left here. Let's just get right to the combat sports world. UFC. Um, first off, two former UFC legends, Nate Diaz, Jorge Masvidal, planning a rematch, but in the boxing world. So let's see how that goes. It'll be fun to see. That'll be fun to watch. Uh, other news that dropped today, UFC 300 has added another fight in a title eliminator fight, which is Charles Oliveira is to fight um, Armin Tasarukian. So it's a number one contender. Yeah, so essentially this will be the number one contender. Um, Makachev ain't going to fight because of Ramadan and I think other injury as well. Uh, He will... Yeah, so essentially this fight will happen later in the summer and then the winner of that will probably verse Gaethje to close it out. Um, So that's that one. UFC 299 looks stacked, by the way. Yeah. It's uh, number three lightweight contender. Dustin Poirier will face the surging Benoit Saint-Denis at UFC 299 in Miami in March 9. Excuse me. This is a five-round fight as well. Wow. Uh, five-rounder. <laughs> five-round co-main event. I think this is the main event for Sugar. Sugar, yeah. Sugar Sean O'Malley. Versus And Vera. then this is also UFC uh, uh, debut or comeback, whatever it is, for Michael Venom Page. So, yeah, this is going to be a sick card. So, it's just good to start off the year. Obviously, UFC should be coming up in a couple of weeks here. So, that's the news in the UFC world. Speaking of a for UFC, former UFC cha- heavyweight champion, uh, Anthony, uh, Francis Naganu will now be facing Anthony Joshua, which is now a done deal for a 10-round boxing match to take place in Saudi Arabia, uh, according to Ariel Helwani uh, reporting this. And it's, it is official thing. So let's see how that goes. So obviously, everybody knows what Francis Naganu did against Tyson Fury. Granted, people can make their own conclusion. And but we've seen the best Joshua in a long, long time as well, so I believe that this fight will definitely be way tougher for Nganu, just because yeah. Fury was fooling around. Uh, Joshua taking no BS, showed down his last fight, 
And uh, yeah, we'll see a good one. Um, Fury, uh, Ngannou has some tape on him as well, right? That's that's one advantage you have as a rookie, right? One advantage you have coming into your first ever game, fight, whatever you are in. No one really has tape on you in, at that level. And uh, now you have some on you. Yeah, I still think um, it should have been Deontay Wilder. That's just me. Instead of Joshua. Uh, but it is what it is. It's the money fight. People are going to tune in after, especially when Naganu did. Especially we'll see. And the thing with Joshua is he also has been an up and down fighter. We only saw one good fight of him. Let's see if that's consistent and see how he does. The other rumored fight for the same card um, for that same um, that day would potentially be Deontay Wilder back on the undercard. Taking on Zhele Zhang. Wow. So... If we are getting the same Wilder, that he's probably getting knocked out. Oh, yeah, 100%. This is definitely going to be a knockout fight. That's probably, for sure. Yeah, probably. Jaylee Jenk obviously came up up two upset. Well, first time upset went on Joe Joyce. And then again, he beat him in the rematch. Both times are, I think, ref stoppages, if I'm not mistaken. And I would love to see him versus Wilder. It would be hilarious. Let's see what Wilder we get, though. That's the question. That's nothing. That has no That has no talks or anything like that. That's, That's just, just a, a rumor. A but rumor. this is what's true. After hanging out with Floyd Mayweather, Ryan Garcia has decided that he does not want to fight Haney anymore. He wants to go back to Roley Romero. And people are not saying that's a coincidence <laughs> because he hung out with uh, Floyd. But he essentially said, Devin Haney ain't the money guy, so he needs me more than I need him. I want to go after uh, Raleigh Romero. Let's see what happens. And let's see. Oscar De La Hoya is saying like, he told us to go get Haney. And we're, we were doing that, so I don't know what he's doing now, but let's see how that goes. I don't. It might be the right move, though. Just give him. He needs a, a win, man. He needs a win. He needs a Coming win. Off a loss, right? He needs. Um. Obviously, Haney is going to be more fifty-fifty. Rolly Romero, uh, you should be the favorite. Well, we, I can't be, say too much. It's still going to be a tough fight. Yeah. Don't get me wrong. But Rolly Romero has the belt. Yeah, that's the thing. Uh, like at the end of the day, we can't. He's really, a favorable. We can't disrespect what Garcia has done. Yeah. Prior to Listen, the tank fight as well. Garcia is the money fight. Like he is the big name fight. He is the guy that's on YouTube and go, supports influencer boxing and everything, right? So. Garcia is the money draw. Yeah, for Haney, sure. Haney, as good as he is, unless you're not a pure boxing purist, he won't be a money draw unless you want to watch boxing. Like, we want to watch boxing, we know how good Devin Haney is, we'll tune in. But someone that doesn't know him, like someone that's seen him on like a two-hype channel, probably would rather see Ryan Garcia because they've seen him on a two-hype channel. Or any, or with Logan Paul, or with Jake Paul, yeah, and so yeah, on exactly. and so forth. Or he's shit-talking KSI and stuff, right? So... That's he is gonna be the more draw, more of a draw. So let's see. Um, so that's potentially a rumor. I don't know when that will happen. So that's the combat world. That's the combat world. Let's move on to NBA, which is also part of our quick fire. Uh, Starting off with some bad news in the NBA. Oh, I think I'm gonna go with the dream one news for a sec. Um, bad news in the NBA. John Morant out for the year, torn labrum. Uh, unfortunately, just came back. It's Memphis' season's pretty much done. It's over. It um, is over. Yeah. Um, so sorry, Memphis Grizzlies fan. But you should be looking at a high draft pick and a potential comeback from next year as well. But yeah, Ja Morant, who's been playing well since his return from suspension, is out with a torn labrum. And um, it really sucks. It's a big blow. Another injury, Tyrese Halliburton strains a hamstring, uh, strains his hamstring. And we don't know the extent. If it's grade one, obviously a couple of weeks. Grade two, a little longer. Grade three, could it's a potential It's hamstring, tear. man. You gotta, it's it's got to take time. He was carried off. And he'll do go on MRI on Tuesday. So let's see. He was, uh, we'll get to the All-Stars in a second, but he was our All-Star starter, essentially. Yeah, and the last injury here is Is Chris Chris Paul. Paul. Chris Paul has, what did he do? Fractured his hand. Yeah, fractured his hand, who was a potential trade piece, which still could happen at the end of the day, but... 
Yeah, so those are three injuries, three latest news in the NBA there. And also, we have our all-star voting. We have some leaders. No, before we go to the all-star voting. Uh, Draymond Green. Oh, yeah, That's Draymond Green, news. yeah. Uh, Draymond Green is officially back. He's reinstated by the NBA. He has come out and he, he re-signed with the volume uh, on YouTube um, for his podcast. And he did come out and share his thoughts of everything that happened. He did say he was close to retiring. Yeah, he did. Uh, he said he talked with Adam Silver. Adam Silver talked him out of it. He talked with Steve Kerr, obviously. He said he felt bad that... Well, Stephen A. Smith, so obviously he's going to make headlines by saying, like, Steph Curry and a great leader because of what happened to Draymond. Draymond, obviously, that's stupid. Steph's... Like, I, I agree with that. Like, that's yeah. dumb. Um, I didn't watch the whole pod, so well, I can't like, Steph's not going to baby Draymond, right? Exactly, right? Like, exactly. He's not going to tell him to stop curb stomping people, so... Uh, you don't need to tell a guy to do that. <laughs> um, yeah, so obviously his presence come ba- comes... Listen... Draymond Green, the basketball player, is missed in the NBA. Draymond Green, the antics, is not missed in the NBA. Exactly. You're not a Rafi Torres, <laughs> right? You're yeah. not a Matt Cook from the NBA. It's not hockey, man. Right? You're not it's, like, it's, it's, it's a completely different sport. Yeah. You get freaking called for touching. Even in hockey, that's like the, crazy. Touch, I touch you in the arm, it's a foul. Yeah. Right? There's no need for freaking punches, curb stunts, and knockout. And then complaining like a little bitch to the refs exactly. afterwards. So, like, like nothing has happened. If you're a hockey player, do whatever you want. If you're a football player, do whatever you want. Yeah, Don't, so they're it, not. The Warriors need to get going. Obviously, they got their ass kicked by the Raptors, and Steph Curry hasn't been playing well. So, he this is his second time this year that he has not hit a three pointer, which he, he is not, which is unheard of because he just ended the streak a couple of weeks ago, and then he broke it again in a couple of games against yeah. you guys. Um, so obviously, Warriors fans need to figure something out. It's not Warriors fans. Warriors need to figure something out. To help the team. Hey, man, the figure out Because at the end of the day, they're still a good enough team. The figuring out is simple. Curry's got to figure out his game. As simple as that. Not even just that. Like, other guys... They have no chance. They also need to add... Give them a... Because... Obviously, you need help. Yeah. It doesn't matter who who your help is. If Curry ain't playing, you're screwed. Which is fair. Like, 100%. Like, if your star ain't playing, you're probably not going to win. You're screwed. So... And in this case, you are the guy. No one else is doing shit for you, you right? But now, you're going to get some help back with Draymond defensively and a playmaker so you can play off the ball a little bit more, especially with Chris Paul being injured. And uh, But at the end of the day, Warriors need to make a move. Uh, rumors are, like I said, Siakam is still there. There's um, obviously guys like Laurie Markkinen. There's Levine, uh, so DeRozan, all these guys as yeah. well. But yeah, let's move on to All-Star voting. So speaking of Steph Curry and the All-Star... He is still the leading vote getter for the West Guards. For the yeah, why is there so many ads on my phone? The West Guards. No, right. he's not. Luca is. Okay, Luca is. He's top two though, so which means that Shea is coming off the bench, which I think is bullshit. It is BS. Um, like I said, based on performance, the popularity based, based on performance, Shea and Luca have to be the starters. Performance strictly. Oh yeah, hundred uh, percent. We all know it's gonna be a voting thing, so Luca and Steph will probably just get it. Shea will probably move up as an injury replacement starter, but at the most. So, right now, the top guards are Luca, Steph, Shea, James Harden. Uh, yeah, so those are your top four there. And Kyrie Irving rounding up the five. five yeah. Uh, somehow, West. Clay Thompson's in here. And Austin oh, Front court, LeBron is leading the way with the... He's second total NBA, but one of the two, only two million uh, votes. It's uh, top five are LeBron, Kevin Durant, Jokic, AD, Kawhi Leonard. Honestly, nothing. That's fair. I'm surprised if Wembenyama didn't get more votes just because. That's cause. fair. It's fair. But those are fair. But moving um, on to the east side. East side, Tyrese Halliburton, Damian Lillard, Trey Young, Donovan Mitchell, Tyrese Maxey. Love to see him get love, but Jalen Brunson needs to be in the top five, in my opinion. Oh, yeah. In terms of voting, but we all know it's going to be Halliburton and probably... Get Trey Young out there, put Jalen Brunson in. Yeah. And then front court wise, it's Giannis, Embiid, Tatum, Butler, Jalen Brown. 
uh, running the top five there. Kyle Kuzma's in the top ten. My boy Scotty snubbed. So, <laughs> yeah, I mean, that's on you and the Raptors fans and the whole, any Raptor fan in Canada not voting for him in. <laughs> nah, that's that's a, yeah, um, voting-wise. So, if this is how it goes, I'm pretty sure it's the, the starters are based it's not 100% on the voting. No, it's like there's it's like 50% a, there's a ratio. fan vote. There's a ratio to yeah, it. Yeah, so it's 50% fan vote and then the other two are split. 25 and 25 are media and like coaches. Media and I don't think it's coaches. It's media and someone else. GMs, I don't know. Because the benches are picked by coaches. If I'm yeah, not, Oh, yeah. players. Players. Players, I, think, I guess. The yeah. 25% is the players. So if that's the case, then Shea should get in based on oh, yeah, 100%. the other thing. But... Yeah, so those are the those are the NBA votes so far. So if if and you're uh, if you're feeling sad of why your favorite player that might deserve a chance is not top five, go vote for him. <laughs> Simple as that. Tell back. your fan base to go vote for him. Go put a Reddit post up. You know, like Joven said, Scotty should be in there. Well, Raptors fans get to work. Simple exactly. as that. But those are our quick fire topics in general. We're gonna move on to our last one um, in uh, soccer. Starting off with some very sad news again. Soccer legend. Uh, let me just put up the exact information here. Yeah, soccer legend, German legend, Bayern Munich legend. Franz Beckenbauer is... Oh, it's only he has age, that's it. Franz Beckenbauer has passed away at the age of... I believe is 78. Yeah. At the age... Well, you still can't find it. Uh, yeah, at the age of 78... Um. Like I said, like Joven said, a defend, uh, German, Bayern Munich, defender, legend. I actually had a stint in New York for a little bit, New York Cosmos. Beckenbauer has unfortunately passed away at the age of 78, German legend, Bayern Munich legend, and uh, yeah, um, an icon in general, one of the best defenders of all time. Obviously, he's up there with the Maldinis, he's up there with the Cannavaros and all these guys as well, and uh, yeah, it's, very, it's just a lost in the soccer world. Yeah, so rest in peace to a legend. Um, yeah, let's move on. Uh, let's go to some transfers that happened. Canadian, first ever Canadian in the Serie A has finally been done. Tejan Buchanan is an Inter Milan player. Big money moves. <laughs> which is insane. Um, which is good for him as well. He's been doing well. Competition is needed, right? We need these players to go, obviously... You have Davies in the Champions League and in the, the, the German League, the Bundesliga. You have uh, Jonathan David in the Liga, right? Uh, and then now you have uh, a Serie A player in Tejan Buchanan, obviously, who is a former Club Bruges player, which is going to help him because the competition has grown. And Inter is definitely one of the top teams in Serie A. They're always contending for a title, especially the last couple of years. And it's going to really help out him and his development because... He's taking the small steps forward and forward. Just hope he doesn't crumble. That's all we care. <laughs> yeah, so that's one. The other rumors are Jaden Sancho going back on loan to Man uh to Dortmund from Man United. Um that's one. There is no other rumors really on the top of my head. So we'll leave it there for that right now. I don't want to waste too much time on that. But those are the big ones. Van de Beek went to Germany. That was already done deal, yeah. So, there's that AFCON. If you guys want to watch international, AFCON should be starting soon. Africa Cup of Nations. Uh, FA Cup, though. Uh, we got the next round set. Liverpool beat Arsenal was the big matchup, early matchup. But the next big matchup is Man City will be facing Tottenham as one yeah. of them. 
and Aston Villa Chelsea will get Chelsea. So, you know, this is why I love the FA Cup. It's just random. It's ra- so random, it's right? It's so random. Uh, like, it, what do you think is supposed to be a final? Just they just. It's just a round three. The other big teams... It's just a round three cup yeah, match. The, <laughs> I was like, what the hell? The other quote-unquote big teams, Liverpool will be facing the winner of Norwich and Bristol Rovers. Man United got through and they'll be playing the winner of uh, Newport or Eastleigh. Probably lose that game. <laughs> <laughs> um, yeah, so that's, that's FA Cup, that. yeah. FA Cup there. So yeah, we'll, we'll leave it there for now, but... Appreciate everybody for watching. Once again, thank you, thank you, thank you so much for getting us our first 1,000 viewed video to now seven over 7K views on the video on the Canucks one. Thank you so much for helping us uh, start the new year off with a bang. 300 subscribers now at 314. Help us get to 400, 500 going forward. Right now it's 400, so make sure you guys like, comment, and subscribe. Uh, stay tuned this weekend. Uh, we have a guest video dropping. Uh, and uh, make sure you guys follow our socials linked down below. We always post on Reels, TikToks, YouTube Shorts. And uh, audio listeners, appreciate you guys who ever download this. And you guys rate it and please review it as well. Um, other than that, we'll catch you guys on the next one. Peace. Peace.